This is the Diamonds in the Desert podcast. Haley Stasiak and Jordan Ham here talking Diamondbacks baseball. Let's start out with this Diamondbacks offense as of late. Paul Goldschmidt has been a shining star here. He has reached safely in 26 straight games since July 23rd. He's batting at 359, seven doubles, seven home runs, and 19 RBI. Goldschmidt's just always an effective guy at the plate here. It's no surprise that we're seeing this much consistency out of him. What are you seeing out of Goldschmidt that's really impressed you? Well, do you just remember at the start of the year when some people were like, is this the downfall of Paul yes. Goldschmidt when he had like so much a dramatics. slow three weeks or something like that? Yes. Um, I mean, no one it, was concerned except for those inside the building, the, yeah. the people whose opinions actually matter. Um, he's done an incredible job again of just, you know, being dominant in all phases of the game. Um, He's been able to hit for power, hit for average, run the base as well, play really good defense. Um, and all of this aside, he's also probably the player, the the batter statistically, that gets screwed the most mm-hmm. by the umpires. Like, there's, yeah. there's a legitimate stat of balls that are called strikes, and the highest rate is owned by Paul Goldschmidt. So he's battling that. Um, and, I mean, I, I th- there's nothing I can say that quantifies it better than the fact that Tori Lovello has, at the beginning of the year, was like, we're going to rest him more, we're going to do this. And a, a couple weeks ago, he said we can't yeah, because that, that's just how dominant he's been. So uh, I think that that speaks for itself and um, just another really, really good year for Paul Goldschmidt. How about A.J. Pollock? Today is Wednesday, August 22nd. Pollock has had himself... A little bit of a week already here. On Sunday against the Padres, he went two for five with the go-ahead home run in the ninth to get the win, and he almost had a double in that game. And then on Tuesday night against the Angels at Chase Field, laid down a bunt, a fielding error by the pitcher, resulted in a walk-off win for the Diamondbacks. Yeah, and I love the crowd that hates sacrifice bunts. As a former undersized outfielder, like that's how I got on the field was because I was able to bunt. So I'm, I always swoon whenever there's a good drag bunt or a sacrifice bunt. Um, so it just made me really happy that uh, a team won because of a sacrifice bunt. Um, but I think the he may start shying away from these late inning heroics because he keeps getting abused by his teammates with the water jugs. Oh, and not they, to mention Fox Race Arizona's Kate Longworth got a little abused last well, night. Well, and that. they did. <laughs> So they they got Jody too when they were on the road, and the initial yes. comment was like, "We don't do this on the road. Like, what are you talking? Like, these are kind of safe for walk-offs. Uh, apparently, nothing is safe now. So um, he's that's this clubhouse though. Yeah, just it, it, it's they it's back to back. Yeah, Steven Souza just annihilated Kate <laughs> last night. Or, if you uh, haven't uh, seen uh, the Tuesday video night. or photos of that, go check that out on Twitter, social um, media. So, but yeah, I mean, it, and that's when you have a healthy AJ Pollock, it's you're going to get those maker. those clutch moments. You're going to get those clutch moments from Daniel Descalzo, from yep. Paul Goldschmidt, from David Peralta right now. Um, so we're starting to see there. they've been able to jump on teams early. They have the most runs scored, um, as you pointed out last week, the most runs scored in the first inning. Still hold that with um, 107 now and, and to that, last night. And now we're starting to see the late inning mm-hmm. runs which is going to be coming to fold now yeah totally especially as we get into this last stretch yeah, you can't you can't lump everything into one inning that's just not going to happen in the playoffs all right let's get into david peralta now he's batting at 404 since august 6th 
with two doubles, seven home runs, 13 RBIs. He has a he had a franchise record 10 consecutive plate appearance where he reached base safely. Forgetting, blowing, not on my mind what that span was, but it was 10 consecutive plate appearances where he reached base safely, which is a Diamondbacks record. In 27 straight games, Arizona has recorded a double. It's the third longest streak in club history, and it's the longest active in Major League Baseball. So David Peralta is a huge factor in that streak. And he's just been he's been hitting everybody, but they brought up a good point on Fox Sports Arizona the other night. Uh, he's hitting 329 against right-handers right now. Um, that's oh. among the best in the MLB. He's always done that well, but this year especially – um, you're, you're seeing that um, he can and again he continues to stay healthy uh, we've seen I mean at kind of every month I'm, I'm looking through his splits right now like he's just hanging around there there was the May month where just no one hit uh, but other than that he the lowest we're seeing 294 298 327 364 422 like he's just crushing the ball let's get into pitching now the Diamondbacks are the only National League club with at least three pitchers with 10-plus wins, and that's Patrick Corbin, Zach Godley, and Zach Greenkey. So we're seeing some stuff out of starting rotation. Clay Buckholtz, who will... Clay Buckholtz is also going for his seventh win. Yes, I was just getting ready to say And when did he join the team? Yeah, what like, was that, May? Yeah, so right. I, I think... He they... scored... He's allowed two or fewer runs in 10 of his last 12 starts, 5-1 and one with a 2 ERA in his last seven. Yeah, he, he's just been lights out. Um godly coming off a rough start um i know that last week i said if i had to choose kind of that pitcher to step in mm -hmm. aside aside granky and corbin who it, who it would be uh he's coming off a rough start but um yeah clay buckles has just been so good and and the thing with him is we talked about kind of one of our few concerns about him was he got to the club late How's he going to build up his stamina? He was kind of hanging around right, right around that five innings. Mm -hmm. Well, when you look at his pitch counts now, they're starting to stretch him a little bit higher. He's high 90s, low 100s every single time. That complete game he threw at San Diego, he, it was like 112 pitches. Yep. And we've seen him bounce back nicely after having to throw those high amounts of pitches. I'm not concerned when he has to throw 112. It's the following couple of starts, and he's bounced back nicely um, after that. So um, whatever they're doing in Arizona uh, with him, it's it's certainly working. So the talking about that starting rotation, Zach Godley is going to start Friday. Robbie Ray is now going to start Saturday. They switched some things up in there. There's been some other reports about – Tori Lovello kind of cutting his guys a little bit shorter, as you just mentioned. Buckholz wasn't making those longer starts mm -hmm. that some of the other starting pitchers were. Now it's looking like Lovello is going to go back and not expect so much of these starting pitchers. Right, and I think that's just a year-to-year -year thing. It's just going to be based on on who you have and really and time of year and pitcher well. to pitcher. You mm -hmm. know, Robbie Ray last year to say we need 21 outs out of him that almost seemed like a low right. number. Now it's like okay, that if you're a Diamondbacks fan, you're pretty darn happy if he he gets 21 He's outs and, and is going yeah. that deep in the ball game, um, and it also is just the moves that they've been able to make, uh, bringing in those those bullpen guys. You know the the Ziegler is the Andreases, uh, the uh, I'm blanking on his Jake name. Jake Diekman. Jake Diekman. Um, you know they're now surrounding those guys with the the trio that has kind of carried that pitching staff as well. Um, so you don't have to go as deep. And I think they are starting to think, okay, 
let's try to get a couple of guys that can be fresh come late September, early October, because this is going to be a dogfight until the very end. And then once you get to the playoffs, it's you can't be running on fumes. Right. Um, you know, I, I have a feeling it's going to be a major disappointment in the Diamondbacks' eyes if they go to another NLDS and get swept. So they're trying to, okay, we, we reached this plateau. Let's, let's jump to step two, step three now. Um, so I think they're just trying to plan ahead a little bit. Speaking of planning ahead, taking a look here at this, I guess it's August 22nd. August just went by in the blink of an eye. We've got about a month and what, oh, like five weeks left in the season, right? Yeah. Not even, not a lot. From today, Wednesday, August 22nd, to the end of the season, the Diamondbacks are going to play 28 of 36 games against teams with a 500 av or 500 win percentage or better. Looking at this NL West in this playoff picture, it, the Rockies are half, one and a half games back. They split with the Astros in this last week. Then they four game, four games against the Braves. They swept the Braves, and then they lost this game one against the Padres. So they got three games starting Tuesday through Thursday. Then they take on the Cardinals. The Cardinals have beat up on Dodgers this early this week. They took the first two. The Dodgers are salvaging that game this week to avoid the sweep there. Mm -hmm. Dodgers are three and a half games back. So when you're looking ahead to this last month and this NL West playoff picture, just the National League, I believe the Diamondbacks have the second best record in the National League. I'll check. Double check those stats there. But you're looking at this this last month, starting rotation. Seem like it getting a little tired, these guys. Yeah, to the and end of the season. I, I don't think that's too crazy. You know that that's kind of where we're at this at this point in the season. Right. Um, a lot of guys have had to kind of grind through some some tough stuff. I think the the rotation's at a good spot right now, but you're definitely seeing starting to see the not wear and tear, but just maybe getting a, a little run down. And um, you know, you can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel, but it's a ways away still. So, uh, and by the way, the Diamondbacks are tied for the second best. Uh, them and the Braves both have 70 wins. Yeah, let's let's look at this too. You mentioned that bullpen and those arms too. Archie Bradley's kind of been not his normal self as we saw earlier this season and end of 2017. Mm -hmm. When you're looking at the bullpen and this last stretch of the season and your starters kind of getting that wear and tear on them, what are you kind of expecting out of this bullpen to step up? Obviously, you've got to have guys like Archie Bradley well, be more consistent. And, and that's why they made those moves was to, to insulate those guys because they could tell based on the, the numbers too, especially for a guy like Brad Boxberger who uh, is coming off a major arm injury they're trying to limit the amount of days where he has zero rest. You need those other options. You, those three guys can't carry you. So um, Bradley's going through some less than elite stuff right now, but I still think he's an elite reliever. Um, and I think if there's a big moment in a game, Lavello's going to have zero hesitation calling him in to face those two, three, four, five hitters. Can't believe there's only a month left. Getting here in the home stretch, the playoff picture is pretty tight. It's exciting. We've talked all season about how exciting this NLS division is. Really, the National League as a whole is pretty exciting. So we are getting into this last month here. Diamondbacks will finish up this two-game series with the Angels tonight, Wednesday night, and then they will have the Mariners in town for three games this weekend before they head back on the road. This is the Diamonds in the Desert podcast. Keep it on Sports360AZ.com for more Diamondbacks news and notes. Thanks for listening.